Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, fam? Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Whoa That's Good podcast. Thanks for joining us for another year. I can't believe we're in 2022. And I don't know about you, but things just feel good. I just have a lot of expectancy for this year. I think it's going to be awesome. We're coming fresh out of passion and just good things going on. I'm so excited to start this podcast off. Normally we do this together, but I'm actually interviewing the one and only Christian Huff. What, what? How to score this? I don't even know in life and on the podcast, but I'm so excited. Um, we actually got to talk about the podcast he just came out with in December for Amen. So yeah. congrats babe on your podcast thank you i feel uh blessed to be on this platform and share my platform hey that's awesome teamwork makes a dream work there we go it makes the dream work well i think it's awesome that you're speaking to men and it's about time for a good men's ministry to just pop up i think it's awesome it is yeah we we have thrown around some lo bros here every now and then but i'm thankful to be able to do something just specifically for men and women are I guess invited as well, but it's definitely targeted towards men. So yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I used to always tell Christian like you should start Hello Bro, and uh, you know that wasn't a fit, but you had your own calling, and I think it's awesome that you're stepping into it. Okay, so my question for you is a question I ask everybody on this podcast, but a little different because your podcast is on faith and fitness. So what is the best piece of fitness advice that you've ever been given? I love that. Are you going to say, whoa, that's good after I, after well, I give hey, it? hey, don't put the pressure. Only not, if it is I'm good. Right, I well, only hopefully. say, well, that's good if it's actually good. So you've never not said, well, that's good on the podcast? No, I always say, well, yeah, that's okay, good. It's I, always I, good. I, I, it's always good. <laughs> there has to have been someone that you're like, eh, it's not as good as others. Well, sometimes um, I don't say, well, that's good right after the first piece of advice. But within the podcast, at one point, I will say, well, there that's you good. Go. Or, well, that's, that's okay. Well, that's, well, that's, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, well, actually, I would say, and this is not just a plug for the podcast, but um, the best piece of advice I would actually say was given on the first episode of the podcast by Adam Clink, and he said, um, trained for performance and not for aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- I thought that was just a really powerful thing, because that's kind of why, um, you know, it's not the root of why I wanted to start it, but it's kind of a lot of the backbone behind, like, you know, wanting to encourage young men to train physically and not just about it from the um, aesthetic standpoint and not from looking good, you know, without a shirt on and just all those different things. But it's really just to, um, you know, to be healthy and to perform well. And um, cause I feel like that those have spiritual implications as well. Yeah. Um, so just every time I go into the gym, if I'm thinking about, you know, not trying to look better, but trying to and improve on lifts that I want to get better at yeah. and the, that idea of performance. So I really awesome. lo- love that quote. So it's so good. Yeah. Okay. So I know most of your story, but I'm going to act like a doll and just ask you questions. Um, so don't feel like I'm prying. Even I would ask you this, even if I didn't mm-hmm. know, but has there been seasons of your life where you feel like you definitely have trained more for like aesthetics than for performance? Because 100%. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a temptation for everybody, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. I think it's a fine line, but how do you find, how did you find that balance in your own life and how did you come out of that season of training purely for looks rather than training for like actual strength and stamina and whatnot? Yeah, that's good. Um, well, I grew up playing all kinds of sports, so I always grew up, you know, being physically active and um you know training and working out and doing all those things um when I got to college my freshman year um I didn't work out too much I kind of thought that like every day I'd walk probably about a mile to campus so I kind of thought that that was like my idea of like a workout totally count that and there's like a lot of stairs and I was like you know I'm getting a workout like I'm walking probably about a mile mile and a half every day I'm going up and down stairs um but then I just like got out of shape uh you know, physically, like, like aesthetically speaking, I guess I just kind of got out of shape looking. So I really got into like, started running a lot more and really got into fitness. And then, um, probably about middle way through my sophomore year of college, I think I was working out like six or seven days a week and, uh, probably like seven days a week. Um, and I was like only eating like chicken, broccoli and brown rice and sweet potatoes and all those things. I wanted to like, I really wanted to look like a movie star, I guess you could say, if I'm just being honest. Um, and I just got so miserable with it. I ended up like resenting the gym and like hating going. Um, and I just kind of kept forcing myself to do it. And I kind of neglected some friendships because I was so, you know, focused on, you know, being healthy and eating what I wanted to eat that I kind of like, you know, stopped going out to eat with friends and, all those different things because they would go to places that wouldn't have, you know, what I wanted to eat, so to speak. Um, I remember one day, uh, I can't really remember where I was, but I was like, I'm going to not work out for a while. And I remember I took off like, I don't really know how long, but I didn't work out for like a while. Um, it was probably like six months or so, six or six months, maybe something like that. And I was like, I'm just not going back to the gym for a while. Because I was like, yeah, I'm just miserable. I hate this. Um, so then I found, then I got in like a healthy routine of like getting to go with friends. I got to go with, you know, Parker and Riley, some of my good friends back in Auburn. Um, we created this healthy schedule of like, you know, not that it's about, um, you know, overworking yourself and all these different things, but finding that balance of like how to actually be physically healthy and spiritually healthy and do those things so i think we'd work out you know maybe three days a week four days a week maybe and actually have like a healthy routine to it and it became fun going to train with other people and good guy friends especially so that was kind of my thing um and i feel like a lot of people tie into that of like i'm gonna go train for aesthetics which is what i did for a while um and at the end you end up one not really looking like what you want to look like and you end up just not enjoying it so that's just kind of my story with that I think a lot of times like when you look back at like the root of where things went wrong it's like whenever we got obsessed with self like when self was at the center of our motive you know that's typically never a good um, starting point because all you can do is feed yourself it's selfish you know and for you it became so about like me what I look like myself and you might think well how can fitness be anything other than that well when you're strong and when you're healthy and whenever you and even for you that's a time where God really you know 
I feel like that's like your encounter time with the Lord. And so it actually can be done for more reasons than just self or just looking good or just whatever. It's, you're strong for our family. Mm-hmm. You Sometimes I can't lift Honey's car seat and put it in the car. And you do sometimes. like sometimes. Sometimes because when you're not there, I do that's it. That's true. Yeah, I do it. But, but I'm just saying, like, it actually is for others. You know, it actually yeah. is a way that you give to our family. Um, one thing that I've walked... the bags in the airport. You carry the bags in the airport. Yeah. I mean, genuinely, you being healthy you reap, for our you, family. You reap some of the benefits. I reap a lot of benefits. You reap a lot of benefits. I do. Yeah. I'm blessed. Highly favored. Everybody, go be a 4 eight man. <laughs> the girls will dig you. Uh, that is a plug because that is just... That's just true. I actually believe in his mission because, like, genuinely, your fitness and your health has served our family, and I'm really thankful for that. Um, one thing I have walked with you through that has been hard is that you did go through a season where you trained for aesthetics and you and you looked good. Like, you, you looked great. You did look like a movie star. You trained really hard to do that, and you did. And But you weren't healthy, so it doesn't matter. Therefore, it's just whatever. However, so many people I've heard reference that time of your life as like, oh, dude, you used to be so jacked. Oh, your sophomore year of college. Which I would say, I'm, I'm way more. Well, okay, yeah. Okay, but yeah. but okay. that was before you got like this. When we started dating and when we were early married, you weren't like this yet. And you kept like, it was hard because people kept saying to you, oh, your sophomore year of college, like that was the most jacked you've ever been. You were ripped. Oh, remember what your abs looked like? Your arms were huge. And it was like always back to like that. Like I remember even on our honeymoon, we had this great picture and I was like, you look so good. And someone was like, well, you should have seen him his sophomore year of college. And it's like, that doesn't make you feel good because it's like, actually you look great and you are healthy and i think sometimes like we think that the temptation is going to be to compare ourselves to other people but a lot of times we compare ourselves to other versions of ourselves. and i think that's even sometimes the hardest thing is when we see a season of our life we were in that we thought we looked better in and i think but but we were unhealthy and i think for me like there was time in my life where i've shared that i was unhealthy with my eating and my thinking and but that was the time that i was the most fit or skinny or whatever and so many people complimented me on that time that for a while like I was like well the only way to get back to that is to be unhealthy again and Mm -hmm. that temptation to do that even though I didn't want to and so how did you handle those comments and um, that season of your life because I feel like a lot of people are go through that like maybe there's a time they were super fit and right now they're not as fit and people say stuff or people's comments are saying stuff but how do you like find contentment with where you're at Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller 
bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Mm-hmm. You mean like in that space? Like we're. I think in that, I mean, in that yeah. space, you can talk about any space, but I think yeah. just finding contentment with where you're at because you could always compare yourself to another space. Yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, I think, like, even when I look back at, like, something like that, like, so I feel like if you just acknowledge that, even, like, with a comment like that, like, yeah, I was in better shape then. But, like, you don't, like, linger on that, and you don't, like, and I, I know that's easier to say, like, you know, don't let that get to you or whatnot. But, like, I think at that point in my life, I was in a healthy spot of, like, I can actually, like, I can acknowledge that at that point in my life, that was in the best shape, like, and I didn't need someone to like reference that because I already knew that. Mm-hmm. And I think even just by acknowledging it and saying, you know, yeah, you're right. But like I was in a healthy spot enough to where I was like, I just didn't really care. Like, But also I think one thing that helped you is like you can acknowledge that, yes, you were in better shape then, but you weren't happier then. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like people think, oh, well, if you're in better shape, then you'll be happier because then you'll be more confident. And that's not true. I would say you are more confident on our honeymoon being fully you who you were being married being a god-fearing man than you were sophomore year of college still figuring things out eating sweet potatoes and chicken every day not going out with friends like that wasn't fulfilling Mm -hmm. like it was maybe fruitful (laughs) in a worldly sense you were you were strong you were buff you had a eight pack i'm assuming <laughs> easy, easy. You were super fit, but even though now you now you are very fit, but at the time not maybe as much, even though you still were insanely fit, you were happier. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing people have to realize that there are gonna be seasons in your life that physically you change, outwardly you change, but inwardly, there's the words say like outwardly you you know you're changing but inwardly like you're being renewed and like that inward sense is what really matters and that's why for amen is powerful because you're saying that actually while physical training is of some value 
godliness is a value in every way because even when you're physically unfit, even when you get hurt, even when you have an injury, even whenever you're out for a season, even when you're pregnant or going through postpartum, no matter what it is, if your heart is in the right place, you can be happy, you can be content, you can be healthy, you can be strong, mm-hmm. even if your body's not capable of doing those things at the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, and that's, that's what's even cool about the verse because after Paul says that, he says holding present for or he said holding value for the present life and the life to come so it's that idea of like how we train ourselves spiritually is eternal like mm-hmm. i can get as buff or as in good shape or as whatever you want to say here physically but that's not transient to you know to heaven to, to eternal life but what i do for myself spiritually that is going to translate yes. for that life you know um in a sense and um I think that's what Paul was trying to make that reference of like, don't get so consumed with that. Um, and I, it's just even fun to think about. Like, I think someone was on a podcast recently and was like, do you think Paul was like doing pull-ups? And I was like, it's just such a like interesting thing to like think about Paul, like doing push-ups or pull-ups, like before he's just going to preach the gospel. <laughs> um, but it was, just, it was a funny thought, but, um, but I think it's just so cool. I love that verse. That it's kind of where the whole thing started. First Timothy four eight. Yeah. Okay, so now you are in probably the best shape of your life. You are huge, obviously. You look great. You're killing it. But what's the difference now than when you were in college and you look great? Like, how did you? start back the training process because you said you took some time off the gym how'd you start back in a healthy way because i think some people have done the fitnessing they did it unhealthily they got an eating disorder or they you know got way too over working out or they Mm -hmm. just have an unhealthy view of fitness in the gym and you were there but how do you get back and do it in a healthy way Mm -hmm. that's good well i feel like for me like and at that period like it was the self-consuming idea of like I want to do this because I want to look like Chris Hemsworth I want to be buff and jacked and I want to be really like like when summer comes I want to look with a shirt on like just from a worldly speaking sense um and even at that time I was I was a strong believer so like you can still have you know misconceptions on things like that and still be pursuing things of God um and honestly like really for me from it was it's it's been like transition periods like so from that period it transitioned to like trying to make it a point to work out with my good guy friends Mm -hmm. and then out of the out of the fitness side training in the gym we'd have good spiritual conversations Mm -hmm. and then when we started dating it was almost like a transition period of like i'm still doing that with my good guy friends but there's also this underlying thing of like if we progress and keep getting serious about our relationship i want to be able to protect you physically um so then that's become like a byproduct of like some 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 training of like if anything ever you know goes sideways i would ideally like to be able to protect you and now we have a daughter so that's another thing of like and and that's not obviously the root of anything but it's like it's it's a nice thought it's a nice thought of like if anything ever happened like i want to be able to take care of my family physically um and then it just got to where like after that period when I wasn't training with friends or whatever, and I still do this now, I could only really listen to worship or um, podcasts or sermons. I want to say podcasts, I mean a sermon on a, on the podcast. Um, because, and that's what I talk about a lot on all the podcasts that I do. Um, that's just become my routine because I know that if I 
fill my mind with other things. Like it's, it's almost like that idea of like, if I'm going to work out and I'm lifting heavy weight and I'm like pumping Drake or something, I will be a, I feel like far more prone to like check myself out in the mirror. Like what, I, what, I, what do I look like? Cause it's like you're pumping worldliness into your, yeah. into your, your, your mind kind of thing. Um, so for me, it's just helped to every time I go train physically, like I'm trying to do spiritual stuff while I'm training. physically. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's been like transition things of like, why am I training? It's I'm your training. intention. Yeah, your intention's like, different. Yeah, like train with friends. I trained to, I wanted to work out to, be in good shape to protect you and then we got married and things you know that's a another element of seriousness for protection or you know now with honey so it's just all the i think it's awesome things so yeah. it's awesome i think it's really awesome to have a husband who i know is strong and who is uh not only strong naturally but actually like physically pushing yourself to be stronger i think that's an amazing thing and mm-hmm. you are so committed like you you commit when you do it you commit to it and you were like that in our relationship too and i think that that is a lost art in the world today is just committing to something because people think oh well, if it's not happening for me then move on to the next thing oh if i'm not seeing progress move on to the next thing oh i'm never going to be good at this move on but there's something to committing. I mean, mm-hmm. truly, you're not going to reap the benefit or the reward that is there for you to receive if you don't commit to the process, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what do you feel like um, the power of commitment has really been in your life all around? That's good. Um, well, I think that just comes like I'm a very disciplined person. Um, like I'm a one on the Enneagram, which I know that's not my identity. But I'm like by nature, like I like to schedule things. I like to plan things. I like to do, like I like to have a plan. I like to be disciplined. It's like out of that discipline comes that idea of like when I want to commit to something, I'm going to commit to it. And I feel like that's that comes with, like I said, the discipline thing. Um, but I mean, I just really feel like when you, um, I don't know, like when you commit to something that you really get to reap the benefits of it. Because I feel like if you don't commit, then it's kind of like, you know, you're not fully engaged in it. Yeah. And I think even just for seasons, like there are more seasons where I feel like I might be committed to certain things and other things, mm-hmm. but I feel like I just, that's just my personality type of like, when I do something, I want to go all in on it. Yeah. And, um, I don't like to half, but anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so just, and you don't, and I think it's yeah. awesome. You've inspired Thanks. me. Well, now you. I'm in the gym. Yeah, I be working, up yeah. in the gym just working on my fitness. He my witness. Hey, you, 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 you've trained four times this week. I know. Look, I'm Look starting to see. Oh, what? That's, that's what? That, that's I that see. I see a hill. That's the I commitment. see a hill. Okay. Um, well, I feel like even even like consistency. Like Adam, he's like I said, he was the first guest on my podcast. He had that good piece of advice. But even his thing with like just all about consistency. And I feel like if you commit to consistency like that helps you stay committed like because yeah. it's easy to be committed to something when i feel like you have a consistent plan or something yeah or if you have a goal like for yeah. me like my goal right now is to do one pull up do one pull up without 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 a assistance band or assistance yeah i'm not there yet but that has literally kept me like wanting to be consistent because i know that i am not going to be able to do that without consistency mm-hmm. i know i have to 
consistently train muscles in my body that I don't typically train to do that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it it keeps me going. It keeps me excited. Um, Even my trainer is like such a godly woman and she keeps me motivated and excited to do it. My friends and literally picking honey up in that car seat keeps me motivated and inspired Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I want to be able to do that easily. Like I want to be able to like, you know, when she's however old, just like be able to carry her around and run around with her and play with her and still do backflips on the trampoline and still play tennis with her at a competitive level. And so like, I know if I want to be that mom, then I have Mm -hmm. to consistently train. And um, so, yeah, like I think your intention going into these things is everything. Um, And if we have a son, you'll see me and him playing tackle football. Hey, maybe I'll be playing tackle. You'll be be more scared of me. It'll be you and honey versus me and... Son. Son. <laughs> Son. Good job. You didn't throw Thank you didn't you. throw out our potential uh, name yeah. for a boy one day. And this is not saying that we're pregnant. No, we're not pregnant. We're, Happy New Year. We're definitely not pregnant. And wait for the surprise at the end of the show. It's no, just kidding. It's not there and it's not yeah. that. Okay, I have a question for you. Um sorry, I've lost train of that. No, I wanted to ask you because I think this is a cool story for people to know because sometimes you get things started and you never tell the backstory on how it happened. Mm-hmm. How would you even start for eight men? Because, you know, I think people might say, oh, well, Sadie has a podcast, just made sense for him to do it. Mm-hmm. And you weren't like, you've never been like, I want to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're, you've never been like, I started a podcast or I want to have a ministry or I want to speak. You've always been like, hey, I want to serve the vision of our family. Mm-hmm. I want to help with yours. I want to help, you know, with honey and you and I want to train for our family and I'm going to be there and I'm going to help you with your messaging and you've always just kind of been that person to come alongside the vision of our family um and I feel like this kind of came really out of the blue and was something that might have even been outside of your comfort zone but I think it's so cool how this all happened so this was about a year um maybe like a year and a half ago at this point Sadie was speaking at an event in Corpus Christi and we um, after the event, the pastor and his family invited us to go to dinner. Um, and I was reluctant to go because Notre Dame was playing Clemson and I wanted to watch the football game. Which I always tell him, you have to just go to meals with people and be present because you, you will, you'll be like, if you like want to watch a football game or you don't want that thing to eat, you're like, then I go. And I'm like, it's the fellowship, not the food. Yeah, We're well, still I, working on that. No. Well, <laughs> I would have been willing to go if... So we, I was like, okay, I will go, but let's pick a restaurant where I can like. There's the TV because like, you know they will play, they'll be playing the game. Um, it was the first game of the season. This that's that's a real event, but whatever. Um, and went to this really nice steak restaurant, and clearly they did not have TVs. So then I had like my phone plugged, you know, not plugged up, but you know, I had my phone on my lap, kind of just throughout the dinner, watching some highlights here and there of the game. Um, and later that night, we, we left dinner, and he texted me, excited to hear more about your sports ministry idea. And I thought it was, like, the weirdest thing. I was like, that's, you know, that's weird. I don't, we, I literally, the only sports reference we talked about was me wanting to watch the football game. Um, and I guess that I came across really passionate about wanting to watch that. Um, so he texted me, excited to hear about it. And then the next day, he was like, yeah, like, you could do something, like, and you could have it off of the verse First Timothy four eight that talks about you know physical training being of some value and godliness having value for all things, and I kind of just didn't really think about it. Um, and then a few months went by, and I kind of just referenced back to that. So it all kind of was birthed out of that moment, just with that that the theme of that verse. But it originally started with the idea of like wanting to do sports camps for people. Um, 
from like a sport perspective, like wanting to do like a um, like a camp, like an event kind of thing, and it be a, it it be a sporting event, but having the gospel, like that being the overall theme of it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, if I if I think about my life growing up, I never really really wanted to go to church camps, but at these church camps, you played sports at them, like you play basketball, flag football, soccer, frisbee, whatever. And I was like, so what if you did, like, what if you reversed it towards, like, it's a sports camp that you happen to hear the gospel at? So that's kind of how the whole thing kind of started. And I was like, I could do this a few times a year. That'd be really fun. Um, and then, then it was kind of like, well, if that's ever the goal, maybe I could start a podcast. And I feel like since I kind of had that thought that I feel like I've just really been more focused on a lot of the fitness side of it instead of the sports side of it, in, the, in a sense. Um and even just going to the gym, the Lord's just opened a lot of doors for me to get to minister the gospel to people through fitness. Yeah, um, you've you've had so many like lunches that you've ended up having with guys sharing the gospel, just that you uh-huh. met in the gym who spotted you uh-huh. or whatever. And I think because you've started to see fitness truly as like your mission of like mm-hmm. where God has you, what you're called to do, like you see it with new eyes, like mm-hmm. you see it with purpose. And um, I haven't even told you this, but my word for the next year for this year, I well, guess, yeah. is purposeful. And okay. like everything I do, it needs to have purpose behind it. There, It needs to be purposeful. So even if it's like a little thing, like I'm going to the gym, how, what's my purpose behind it? And just making mm-hmm. sure that everything I do, I'm doing with like good intention. And I think that that's kind of been like a theme throughout this podcast of like, when you started doing this with purpose, when you started doing this with good intention, mm-hmm. there's so much fruit that came with it. There's so much um, ministry that came with it. And that's to say that like, whatever your mission is, is also your ministry. You mm-hmm. know, ministry is 24 seven job mm-hmm. for everyone, whether you're in ministry or you're not, if you're, if you're a believer in Christ, you're on mission, you're doing ministry. And so I think that that is so cool. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool that that came from a little seed planted and that Mm -hmm. pastor almost challenging you as in. So like, if you're so passionate about fitness, like how are you gonna use it for the kingdom? Mm -hmm. Now you did. Yeah. And I even talk about it with your dad a lot. Like it's just that idea, like when Jesus met Peter fishing, like he met Peter fishing because that's what Peter's job was. That's what his mission was. So it's even like with fitness, like it's, yes, it's a podcast, I guess, about fitness, but like, that's not, yeah. that's not, that's not it. Like it's a faith podcast that we kind of talk and do fitness about mm-hmm. or on kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, how do you meet people in fitness? Like Jesus met Peter fishing, but then he said, I'm going to make you fisher of men. So it's like, how do you meet people in fitness and give them the actual mission they go to go, yeah. to go spread the gospel? And that's no matter what you do, guys, if you're a teacher, if you're an insurance person, if you work at the mall, if you're a waitress, if you're a college student, like whatever you're doing, ask yourself, how can I do this with mission? How can I do this on purpose? How can I do this with intention behind it to love people well and to make disciples? Uh So one thing I love about your podcast is at the end of your podcast, you have a challenge. You give people two two challenges, actually, a Mm -hmm. fitness challenge and a faith challenge. Mm -hmm. And we're at the start of the new year. People are making New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, what are they going to do for the new year? And this is the time where everybody gets into fitness. The gym memberships go super high. Mm -hmm. And so if you could give people a challenge today, you can do both if you have it off the top of your head. But what would you say? What would you say for your fitness challenge for the listeners in -hmm. this new year? And it can be broad, it can be commit or whatever. And what would you say for a faith challenge Mm -hmm. for this year? That's good. Because everyone's challenging themselves at fitness and faith at the start of the year. That's good. Um, 
Hmm. I want to say my two kind of tie together, but I feel like I don't know. You, you can maybe tweak some of it. Okay. Here's here, here's where I'm going. Um. Because it's really, honestly, kind of the hope of my podcast and like kind of what I hope that people actually get from it. But that idea of like, so I challenge you that like if you go to train physically, you have to either, um, while you're training physically, do something spiritual. Like, so I would say listen to a worship song or listen to a sermon. Pray. Pray. Uh maybe maybe have your Bible app open and after a set read a chapter or read a verse or something. And if you don't want to do that, then if you go to work out, like let's say it's Wednesday and I'm going to go train and I'm going to go work out in the morning, then I have to do something the same day that I go work out. So where it's like you can't physical train without also spiritual training. That's good. So that's I think good. like that's... That's awesome. Because even like for me, it's like I can't I can't go train physically Without having like a brief second of like, what am I actually doing for my soul? Well, because the thing is, people say, oh, I have no time to read the word. But they had two hours at the gym or an hour mm-hmm. at the gym. And they had an hour of social media time. And I they mean, had all this stuff. And it's like, actually, while you're at the gym, that's a great time mm-hmm. to have time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's the thing. It can be like, listen to an audiobook, like a, a, some Christian audiobook, Like read a Bible during a set. Listen to a worship song share the gospel with one person mm-hmm. at the gym like it can be like there's there's so many different things that you can yeah do to fill that time it's like, awesome you don't have to be listening to drake or you know future or uh, the weekend I don't know, i'm trying to think of i don't really <laughs> listen to that stuff anymore but someone like that like you can yeah. have some positive spiritual um you know faith things that you can implement so it's awesome yeah. i love it Thanks yeah. for challenging us, babe. This is a great, great conversation, and I'm so excited for people to hear it. I'm so excited for people to take on the challenge of being a 4'8 man, but also if you're a girl, because most of my audience is girls, like be 4'8 women. Like be people mm-hmm. who care more about our godliness and our physical attributes. You know, the truth is we are made in the image of God, and that means so much more than just our uh, body image. That means so much more than just our physical appearance that is like a very powerful thing about who we are that we're made in the image of an almighty God who's so powerful and the amazing thing is our body is capable of doing so much more than just looking good it you know can have a baby for crying out loud you know you can um do so many ways you can run the race of life you can um pick people up when they're down you can hug people you can hold people you can sit with people walk with people um just do so much in your life protect people whenever you're a healthy person and so this is going to be a great year i hope you feel challenged but i also hope that you have um the just will to commit this year to being healthy um body soul mind spirit all the things because let me tell you whenever you do anything hard or anything worth value it's gonna take commitment there are gonna be hard days there are gonna be days when you just don't feel like it there are gonna be early mornings that don't you really don't want to get out of bed but that commitment and that consistency is going to reap so much reward and so have a great start to this year go out and get it and also get in the word. Thanks, babe, for being my first guest. Thanks for asking me to be your first guest. Love you.